Welcome back to Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. We're alive. We're here. And we're ready to talk. Not because we've been lazy and just didn't want to do the podcast. Mostly because we just have been gone. Yeah. We've been just kind of living life. I don't know. Is there a better way to describe it than that, Eddie? Well, I mean, you went to Nebraska, which of course we're going to go in depth about. Mm-hmm. And I went to... Marquette for a while and we just didn't work out times were different and different trips different events we do have stories we have lots of stories and lots to talk about yeah what is new with your life let's start with you well um I think uh it's it's been quite the roller coaster I'd say In Mo- yeah yeah it has been but uh I mean now that I got a girlfriend, I go and see her. It's like semi-long distance, the the same um, length away as Eddie got a girlfriend. girlfriend. No, Eddie got a girlfriend. I just like to emphasize that particular spot right there is that Eddie got a girlfriend. Continue. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but Eddie did get a girlfriend. I don't know if you heard that. It's it's been like what do you call that? Like three years. What's the special story? Uh. There, there really is no special story. We, we met on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's actually really funny. You met on Tinder? Yeah. Um, so, like, no special meeting or anything. I mean, like, our first date was um, the county fair. Oh, really? Um, yeah, that was a good first date. Was it good? Yeah. Did you win her, like, a stuffed animal or something? Um, no, we didn't play any of the games, okay. really, because, uh, I don't know, she thought that they were all, like, just scams. Right, they are. Yeah. Did, did the roller coasters and stuff? Um, well, you know, the county fair isn't exactly, uh, we don't have any roller coasters. Oh. I mean, like, we did, um, actually go over to the state fair, the UP state fair. Oh, really? The next weekend. How was that? Uh, that was good. That had roller coasters? Well, was that big? It didn't have a roller coaster, but okay. it was like, it, it was probably like four, maybe five times the size of the one that we have here. Wow. Yeah. And it had much, like, significantly better rides. Holy cow. Yeah. Like, it didn't have any roller coasters, but it had, like, a ginormous Ferris wheel. It had, like, um, yeah, it had a, a, a bunch of stuff. There was, like, this thing called the Fireball, which, like, it was kind of like a roller coaster, but it wasn't. It just like spun you in circles. Oof. Yeah. That's like the, the I can't do I can't do rides like that. I'll throw up. Every year there there would be the you know the county fair and every all the boys would want to go to the county fair and I'd be like I'm not going this year. It was like the last year. It was this year. And they're like, dude, we've been doing it every year. I'm like, I hate it every year. <laughs> not one part of my body wants to go on those rides because they like excessively go on those rides because they'll get like all day unlimited pass for like 20 bucks 25 bucks and then they'll go on like the same like you know the teacup ride or like the tornado which is just like spinning and then you're spinning more because you can force it to spin on your little section i remember going on that with them yeah and then they would like fucking sit there and they just spin it more and more and more and then like 16 times later i'd be like dude i'm gonna hurl i think i have a video of you guys doing that and then you're like sitting there like limp (laughs) 
the ride as it's spinning around. Because I was like trying not to throw up on everybody. Yeah. And then the Alibaba, where it swings back and forth like that. Oh, yeah, that it's was like their a giant favorite. Hammer. That was their favorite ride. Yeah. And did that like maybe 40, 40 times in like a span of like two days. And I honestly got off one time and threw up behind the Alibaba. It was my proudest moment. The uh, the roughest ride is hands down the zipper. The z- oh. See, I could do the zipper. I don't know what it was. I could do I, the zipper once or twice. I think it was because it didn't really... It didn't spin you around, like, a lot. No. It more was the force of the spin that was... Oh, yeah. That was different. Hanging upside down like that? Yeah. There's a, there's a big difference between spinning horizontally I would say right mm-hmm. and then like around in a circle versus like spinning vertically where you're going on an axis point like up and down upside down upside down like on the zipper yeah and that's a whole nother game that's something your body's just not prepared for or I, I think it's this that's horizontal this is vertical. it's the other way yeah okay well because the way I remember it is like the horizon that's like the, oh the you're right yeah. you're right but regardless human bodies aren't meant to do that especially mine <laughs> yeah, I definitely. can't I can't stand that. So you went to go visit her and Marquette for the first time? Um, this was actually my second time, though. Okay. Yeah, well, in, in the span that we, uh, since we've talked, it's, it's been... It's been a month. Yeah, yeah, it's been just about a month since the last podcast episode. We've done quite a bit since then. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw her two times up in Marquette. They, um, they have a lot more snow than us. Right yeah, a lot more. They have like, I don't know, probably like two feet of snow up there right now. Wow. Yeah. That's a shit ton of snow. I know. Um, like here in in Eagle River, the um seasonal average is like a hundred inches mm-hmm. per season. I think. Um, up in Marquette, it's a hundred fifty inches per season. So. That's they, wild. So they have snow right now currently. Yeah. We have no snow. It's beautiful. Yeah, I heard, I heard while I was up there that it snowed, but it didn't like stick to the ground. Okay. It just, it just all melted. Um, but here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, Mar- so. in Marquette, though, how big is the city, relatively speaking? Um, the city itself is, the population is 20,000 people, mm-hmm. but like that's just the city limits. I'm guesstimating that the whole entire area is probably like 30,000 people, maybe okay. a little more. Um, so it's like a mid-sized <laughs> place. Um, so I, I think that's the reason why it's so nice. There's also a lot of young people who live there because um, obviously NMU. The, uh, yeah, the college is right there. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely I was thinking that downtown Marquette was going to be a lot, like, fancier and stuff, but there's not too many, um, like, uh, places to go to, I, I guess. It's not, like, you don't go downtown to visit downtown? Yeah, I mean, there's some places that mm-hmm. are, like, actually really nice to go to. Like, um, we got bubble tea quite a lot there. What is that? Um. Bubble tea? Yeah. Or it's called boba tea. Oh, boba's, okay. Yeah. Uh, have you had boba? I have not had boba. Okay, so like, with boba tea, you can either get the, the bubbles or the, the boba. Um, you can either get it in like this, uh, they're called tapioca pearls. Oh my god. Which is like, 
just like gel, okay. basically. Um, and so, yeah, it's these like round gel balls that they just put in there. Um, so you basically like, they give you like this thick ass straw with it when you drink it. <laughs> yeah. And so that way you can like actually suck up those bubbles. Right. That or, seems like a choking hazard. Uh, I'm sure like you probably shouldn't give it to a kid. the other type which is I don't know how to describe it it's like a it's basically like a skin almost like like something you'd peel off and throw in there no it I mean like they're basically like bubbles like if you can imagine like an actual bubble that like it's kind of like a grape except it's not solid it's liquid on the inside okay so you can imagine like texture of the outside. Yeah, so it's like you pop it in your mouth kind of deal? Okay. And then versus the gel is like a consistent texture all the way through? Yeah. Okay. So the the gel is like completely solid. Are they good? Yeah. They're They're, very good? Yeah, they're very good. Like, I especially like the popping ones because like you can have like I don't know I I think I got um, uh, strawberry uh, tea one time Mm -hmm. and then the liquid inside of the bubbles was a uh, dragon fruit. Oh my god. Yeah. This sounds magical. This sounds like a potion you'd brew in like some fucking game. Exactly. And so like you get one flavor and then you get all like the balls in your mouth <laughs> and then you pop them and then do you, you get, get like all the, all all the, the balls? Do you get all the balls in your mouth? Yes. Do I you get... fit a good quantity of balls in your mouth when you I, drink boba? Uh, I fit so many balls. <laughs> so many. Oh my god. Well, that's so your your whole Marquette trip can only be summed up with boba. Yeah, boba. Okay. That was one of the most memorable experiences. I'm really sad we don't have a boba place here. This sounds like an entrepreneurial um, idea. It is. Well, you know the um, the daily grind serves boba, right? I looked at the menu and I didn't see boba. It's like way up top. It's like you walk in and it's like on the ceiling. Kind of oh. weird, but I think they have boba. Oh, I think I should go get boba then. Yeah. yeah. Fire. I mean, I wouldn't know, but their food's pretty good. So, um, I guess I had two big trips since this last podcast. I went to Nebraska to go visit previous um, podcast guest, Jack, and my other good friend, Matthew, was also on the podcast. Probably one of our worst episodes ever, though recorded on a um, tiny microphone that you can't really hear us and we turned it up too high it was weird it was a weird episode with Jack and Matt but um so we had Jack and then we had Jack and Matt on my episode and so they're you know they're one of our good friends and they wanted us me to go out and visit and I said fuck it we've all and decided to go out there and so I looked at how I wanted to get out there and it was like it was like 16 hour drive and I'm lazy by trade. I want nothing to do with that. And I saved up a nice amount of money and I'm going to a small community college. I could afford the plane tickets. And then you're gonna call me extra lazy because instead I'm flying out of a major city like Milwaukee or Chicago, which is making like a six hour drive there. I instead made a three hour drive to Green Bay and flew from Green Bay to Chicago, Chicago to Lincoln, Nebraska. And the flight from Green Bay to Chicago 
I, I got really good tickets on it, but it was still like, I, I thought I was like, a, it was like a private jet. <laughs> because it was like two lane. I mean, I, the only planes I've ever been on have been like, you know, three seat huge airplanes in these major airports. But this one was like, was like two seats, right? And there wasn't even anyone sitting next to me. It said the ticket was booked, but no one ever showed up. There was like maybe five people on this entire flight. Which sounds great until all the little things that you do on like a huge commercial aircraft that don't get noticed by the flight attendants get noticed on this flight. And it was only like a, oh God, it was only like an hour flight. It was not that long, which was pretty great, but pretty bad at the same time because I wanted to get some homework done. Yeah. So you're not allowed to have the tray down like 30 minutes before landing and 30 minutes after takeoff is what they told me. But I never listened to that. I would just have the tray down. I would do stuff on my tablet or my phone or whatever. So I put the tray down right away, and then she instantly notices, like a hawk. She's like a hawk. This is flight attendant circling. She sees, and she's like, comes over. She's like in her high heels. She's, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Can you can you put your tray up? Thank you. And please, please listen while she's giving the demonstration up front. No one ever listens to the demonstration about the damn mask over the face or don't help the person. No one has ever listened to that in the history of airplane travel. And this lady was really going to correct me on not listening and having my tray down. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I close it and I'm like sitting there watching her intently. And I didn't blink for like maybe the five minutes that she was giving the presentation on the mask. Mm -hmm. So I picture you're the flight attendant. And you're like, okay, you want to drop this down? I'm just staring at you like this. And there's only like five of us. I'm, I'm giving her the most, most attention she's probably ever gotten ever on one of these flights. I'm just staring her into her soul. <laughs> just being a dick about it. And then I had a, I had a four hour layover in Chicago, which a layover is just like you land and then you have four hours until your next flight. Yeah. So you're stuck in the airport. And it's just like, holy shit, this place is a zoo. The Chicago airport is huge. O'Hare. I, I've been there once or twice when I was littler, but you don't realize how big of an airport is until like, uh, you know, you get there. Yeah. And I was thinking four hour layover, like, man, this shit's going to take forever. It's going to be boring as hell. Mm-hmm. It took me like two hours to get, find out where I was going from where I took, stepped off the airplane to find the terminal that I was supposed to be at. Yeah. There's an actual train because it's so big. There's a train that you can take from point A to point B across the airport. What? Yeah. And I was too stubborn because I didn't understand the map of the train. So I just walked the distance that took me forever. You, it's, I, I can't describe to you how big Chicago O'Hare is. I mean, it makes sense because Chicago is the third biggest city in the U.S. But you don't, yeah, but you don't think about it like that. Like, it's like, I swear to God, it's like the size of, like, Eagle River. Really? <laughs> like, it's, like, I had to walk so much to get to my destination. And then I had to wait there for two hours. And then it, like, actually was pretty packed to a flight to Lincoln, Nebraska. Which you wouldn't think it would be that packed. But it was very packed. It was stupid packed. Whoa. It was a commercial. And Lincoln's small. Yeah. And so. Tell me really how small is Lincoln. The airport is small. The airport is very small. The city's not too small. It's the second biggest city in Nebraska. But it's it's still not huge. Mm-hmm. So we, like, and so I get on the plane. No problems there. And this girl, because I, I only had a carry-on bag. A carry-on bag is something you put overhead and then your personal item. And my personal item was a briefcase. So I had a briefcase and then I had um, the carry-on bag. 
And this flight attendant, because I was struggling. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, frick, what's it called? Oh, Meet the Fockers? You ever seen that movie? Yeah. And where he's like on the plane and he can't get his carry-on bag to fit over into the overhead above him. And and then she's like, sir, you might have to book that. Like you might have to check it. You might have to check the bag and put it underneath the plane. And then he's like, why? It's not like I have a bomb in it. You know, it was a funny scene. But that was basically me because I could not fit my bag in the overhead, which is bullshit because I got it in the same bag. I didn't change anything about it. I got the same bag inside the um, inside the overhead of the first flight. Mm-hmm. It was a different airline, but still, I put. The, I know it's the fucking right size. It's the dimensions that are required. And I'm like shoving it in there. She's like, you can't fit it. You're going to have to check it. I'm like, I will fit it. And like everyone's looking at me. <laughs> to be fair... She probably wasn't taking me very seriously because I wasn't dressed very seriously. I was wearing Crocs. I really didn't give a fuck this day because I knew I was going to be flying all day. I wanted to be comfortable. So picture picture my outfit with me on the plane. You're the flight attendant. You're walking up. You see a passenger struggling to put his his bag in into the overhead. And so you walk up and you see this guy wearing Crocs. The Crocs have no socks. He's he's barefoot in Crocs. I was That was a decision I regret. But the Crocs are barefoot. And he is wearing shorts, okay, athletic shorts. He's also wearing a t-shirt that says, I don't need Google, my wife's boyfriend knows everything. And then a gold chain with rose sunglasses that are circles. So just just picture that. That that was my outfit. Yeah, definitely a, definitely a tourist. Let me tell you, I I fit in with the people with Chicago hair because there's crackheads in that in that airport mm-hmm. so I was just another crackhead yeah. at that point and people thought my shirt was funny I had like three people come up and be like that's a funny shirt the flight attendant on the first flight though when I walked on said I don't get it and I said oh oh, it's like it's like a play on I don't need Google my wife knows everything but it's like you put boyfriend in there and it catches people off guard he said I don't get it I said okay alright well I'm done with this conversation <laughs> and I walk and I sit down regardless and so I'm like I'm like heaving this thing. Like I, <laughs> I have the window seat in a three, uh, three seat window seat. There's you know, yeah. The, the other two that have the middle and the row are behind me, waiting for my ass to sit down. But I'm God. refusing to let this bag like get checked. I'm not fucking checking the bag. And so I'm like, okay, you guys can sit down. And they're like, whoa, we're waiting for you because we don't want you to pass by. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. You're gonna sit, stand here and watch me. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like shoving and I'm shoving and I'm shoving. It. And then she's like, you're going to need to check it. And I said, watch it. And I unzip the backpack and I pull out like two hoodies. Uh-huh. And then I sit down and I, sh- I finally get it in there. After I sh- and I shove it in there and I slam it shut and I sit down. And I'm just carrying these two hoodies. And she's like, you know, I really, you should be wearing those. But I guess that's okay. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Your opinion is humbly noted. That's great. And so, mind you, I left my house at like... 9 a.m. right mm-hmm. and I'm landing in Lincoln at like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like I'm looking for fl- like this to be honest it didn't go really smooth for me it was pretty it was pretty rough going in and so I landed like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like there's no Ubers there's no taxi service there's nothing there's no Ubers the nearest Uber is like like and to be out from where they were in their dorms to the airport was maybe like 10 miles right oh my gosh yeah it's it's not that far Uh and like so an uber ride would be like 12 bucks Mm -hmm. from like there to there 
but the nearest Uber was like 45 minutes away on the other side of the city. And it was like, you're going to need to pay $65 for that. I'm like, holy shit, I'm not paying $65 for an Uber mm-hmm. <laughs> to go 12 miles. I, I was seriously contemplating at 11 o'clock at night with all my bags and all my luggage walking there. Hmm. And I would not be walking on like the sidewalk. I would be walking on like the freeway. Yeah. The, for like a, a short time, but I'd still be walking on the freeway to get to there. It's like a three-hour walk. Right. So then I thought about jogging. And then I'm like, I can't jog with the backpack and the briefcase. Yeah. I'm not on the freeway at 11 o'clock at night with a hat and a shirt and Crocs yeah. with no socks. You also haven't jogged in quite a while. No, I would not be in shape to do it. Yeah. It was still an option, though. I was not... <laughs> My morals were standing at the fact I was not paying 59 fucking dollars for a 12-mile Uber ride. I was not going to do it. So either my bitch ass was jogging or walking, mostly walking there, or I don't know what. I didn't have, there was no other option. Thank God, Joseph, 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 Joseph hopped on Uber five minutes after I landed and started at the airport. Wow. And that was because mostly it was the last airplane to arrive that night in Lincoln. They had no other flights coming in. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they wanted to shut down the airport. So I was kind of like kicked out of the airport. They're like, can you please get outside? And we have to clean. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I was like outside the airport and Joseph pops up on my screen. I've never hit a button so fast in my life. $12. $12. That's all Joseph wanted. And I talked about how Joseph was my savior. I get there at like probably midnight after I find them, right? And they give me a tour downtown. It's, it's really nice, actually. Not downtown, but, like, they're they're sweet. And we went to Herbie's Market, which is, like, a subway, but better. And then it's so compact and small. It's, like, I found within, the within the, like, the four or five days I was there, mm-hmm. I kind of know where everything is on the college campus. Really? And what I realized was is they said they lost a key to the room. And then they asked the front desk for a new key, which in said they did not lose the key. So I had a key now. Mm. And so I could kind of do whatever I want. And what I realized is, like, and I know this seems like, oh, my God, of course, to most people. But, like, I didn't put it together. Like, nobody knows I don't go here. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, because I'm just another college student walking around the college campus. Nobody realizes I don't go here. So I got into most things without anybody noticing like the training facility or like the gym, I walked in. No student ID, no anything. I just walked in. Yeah. Once we got away with it, we didn't get away with the rest of the time. The uh, student buffet or the dining hall, mm-hmm. I just walked in uh, during rush hour, which was like peak. So like everyone was walking in. She just didn't see me. I just walked right in. Yeah. No, like nobody cares. Nobody knows. Oh my God, Eddie, the training facilities there are crazy, dude. So, like, an entire floor, first floor you walk in, to the right is a full indoor turf football field with tall enough for field goal posts. So, that's crazy. You go straight on the first floor, there's three swimming pools, Olympic swimming pools. You go to the left, the entire, most of the first floor is dedicated to the gym, like the weights, the everything, which is a little small, just a little bit small for how big the campus is, just a little bit. But then you go above that. And they have what I think is the old indoor basketball stadium. But they cut back like the first. So you walk up to the second floor and it's like, it's fucking crazy. It's like you walk in and you see everything and it's like five to six or maybe seven indoor full courts, basketball courts. 
Because the old stadium, there was just one, right, with all the stands. But they cut back, like, the first six rows of the stands all the way around. So they still have the old stands, the old shot clocks, the old feel of the stadium. But, like, it's, like, just a bunch of courts now. So it's, like, six, seven courts, which is sick. And then you go to the third floor, and then they have, like, more training equipment, like, all cardio machines on the third floor. On the fourth floor, and you look at this building, and you think, oh, damn, maybe it's, like, three floors max. No! You go to the fourth floor, and then there's four, five more basketball courts? What? On the fifth floor, on the fifth floor, no, fourth floor, there's four, five more basketball courts, and then an indoor track running above those indoor basketball courts. Which is insane. On the fifth floor, there's like tennis courts, indoor pickleball courts, all kinds of shit. And then it goes all the way up to the sixth floor, which is just more like, you know the all glass, like tennis things, where people play tennis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's more of those, there's more cardio. I mean, it's just like six, seven floors of just different alternating things of just like, there's a physical therapy room, it's free to athlete. Yeah, it's crazy. It was insane. I walked right in and no one, no one gave a shit. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Okay. And so I was there. Um, we kind of blew up. So on in, uh, social media-wise, uh, it was the f- second night I was there. Oh, and of course, we were a bunch of dumb teenagers, so we didn't really plan ahead with the whole sleeping situation. Mm-hmm. So what I actually slept on was not the couch itself because I could not fit on the couch, but it was the two couch cushions, a pillow, and a blanket on the floor. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most uncomfortable thing I've ever slept on. And I've, Oh, actually, that's a lie. We will get to that later in the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, was the couch cushions, a pillow, and a blanket on the floor? But yeah, I didn't. I didn't fit on the couch cushions it, at all. It might have been better just to sleep on the floor, honestly. Because because my neck was off of the cushions, but my like halfway down my my um, shins was also off the cushions, and the blanket didn't fit me. It was like a child's blanket, so it was like either my nipples were exposed to the world, or and so I couldn't sleep, and so. And, and the, the freshman class of Nebraska has a Snapchat page mm-hmm. where it's, you know, um, everyone can post on there who's a freshman. And this is like a freshman class of like a lot of kids. Yeah. Like, I think 8,000 kids, something oh like that. God. Like a shit ton of kids. Yeah. And so everyone's on there and you can scroll through. It's pretty entertaining, actually, because like people will be like, because squirrels are like reminisced as gods there. So like you'll see like 50 posts about squirrels and how mm-hmm. stupid they are and like humping a air conditioning unit it was the funniest thing but so i'm like jack take a picture of me and he couldn't see what i was doing in the dark and <laughs> i was bridging if you know what that is like yeah. a high jump i would like i went full bridge pose as like hard as i could as far up i rolled my eyes to the back of my head and i'm in my underwear and with my long hair hanging down he takes a photo of me and it's just like demonic looking but it's like <laughs> kind of blurry because it's like one in the morning and it's like a blurry photo of me bridging upside down my eyes to roll back in my head and i'm just like "Eh," like making this weird face Uh and then i'm like dude post that on the story with no context and (laughs) and we did do some context we should we said it's almost one in the morning you should never assign random roommates which is like because you know you get random roommates Uh never pick random roommates because that's implying i'm his roommate and then one in the morning i'm like fucking crawling and then (laughs) then he got he got so many like responses from the story People telling him to, like, put me down, put me out of my misery. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then we actually, I bought tickets pretty ahead of time for University of Nebraska versus Oklahoma game. Mm-hmm. And it was packed. 
we got there maybe like an, two hours before the game. And I actually did like, I was one of those guys, if you saw my Instagram story, I was, um, had like the R painted on my chest. Mm-hmm. It was go big red and I was the R. And so it was GBR and we were shirtless. And of course it was fucking hot. So goddamn hot every single day in that state. It was like 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 degrees. I was sweating my ass off every single day. And then today rolled by and I'm shirtless and I'm in shorts and I'm in Crocs with no socks. And I have a big fucking R paint on my chest. And then what's the one day? And Matt even made a comment before the game started. He said, oh my God, this drought is horrible. It hasn't rained in like two months. It rains. It actually downpours. Really? It downpours kind of hard for like 45-ish minutes. And so the the paint, and we didn't have like body paint. <laughs> we had to use acrylic paint. And so, like, the pain is starting to run, run down. We had to reapply, like, two times, two, three times. And it's starting to rain, and my hair is, like, wet, and I look like a psychopath. And Jack's, like, wet, and he's, like, uh, it was bad. And then the game starts. It starts to fill up. The stadium is packed, actually. And we were sitting in a, in a seat called the, the Boneyard, right? And, um, I mean, these kids are just fucking insane. Like the, the the college fans there, they're just they go fucking nuts. We actually Nebraska actually scored first in the in the game. Okay. They scored a touchdown mm-hmm. and they lost their shit. Uh, mind you, it was the only touchdown scored by Nebraska in the game, and it was first. So people were like, "Holy shit, we have a chance of winning this game." Yeah. And a tradition is, I guess, whenever there's a bad call or there's a score or something exciting happens. Do you know what shooters are? No. Shooters are like your fireball, like little fireball containers. Or your Jack Daniels containers that are like maybe oh, yeah. two inches. Whenever you score or something exciting happens, you throw shooters. And when you have six, you know, like 2,000, 3,000 kids in a stadium all packed up and everyone's been drinking and everyone has bottles of shooters, like six or seven shooters empty in their pocket, they chuck that shit. Oh, God. And so, like, they scored and we were like close to the first row because we wanted to be on TV and we did get on TV actually. But like, we were close to like the first row. And I just remember seeing the left side, I start to see it rain. And then on the right side, I start to see it rain. And I see Jack and Matt like covering their heads. I'm like, what's going on, guys? I turn around, I get pelted with like 12, 13 fucking bottles of fireball. Like those little shoes, just yeah. at least, I swear to God, that shit hurt. That Aww. shit, for like little plastics, they must be fucking whipping those things. <laughs> that hurt. I mean, you gotta think, like those things are so light, you could probably right. throw them pretty far. And so people like- are just whipping these things and like and you can see a good because we're off to the right side more so like you could i had a great view of the entire left side and it just looked like rain because they were just like all like thrown at once once we scored it was just yeah and everyone's like throwing shooter that was it was freaking insane they lost that game like 52 to 14 though they get blown out but like that one moment of like the shooters raining down after we scored and like the student section going crazy was probably worth the game alone it was wow I gotta take a quick water break and talking for thirty minutes straight. <clears throat> yeah, I, I heard that whole swing. <laughs> um, what's next? And then, I mean, that kind of signifies the end of the trip. And then just going back. Here's the problem. I got the cheapest flights because I'm a bastard, and the best flight from Nebraska Lincoln back to Chicago was the first flight they had at four thirty in the morning. And that was when the flight left. So realistically, I had to be there at like 4 in the morning. Yeah. And I knew if I couldn't find an Uber at 11 o'clock at night, there's no shot I'm finding an Uber at 4 in the morning. Right? Yeah. So what I had to do 
it was the night before we stayed up we hung out we said goodbyes and left at like 11 30 midnight got an uber there and then i had to sleep in the lincoln airport i slept in the airport that is single-handedly the worst experience i've ever had in my life because just picture this with me so i walk in i have all my shit and the old guy who works like the there's there's two people that work there there's we'll call him phil the security guard big buff guy and then the tourist guy larry old older gentleman Mm -hmm. and i walk in and larry says you know there's he looks at his watch you know there's no more flights for the night you know that right i'm like yep i know he's like oh you're here for tomorrow's flight i'm like yep and then, and so, he's like, oh, well, we'll be here. Have, have a good one. And there's nobody in this airport. There's nobody it's in the airport. Desolate. It's just desolate. So, Larry leaves. Eventually, it's just Phil, the security guard. And so, I'm, like, looking around, and I was like, it's one thing I didn't fucking realize. Oh, my God. These lights aren't going to turn off. The bright-ass airport lights, they're not turning off. And so what I do was I find a I find a seat with an outlet, I plug in my phone, and I I lay down onto the cold floor with a hoodie wrapped up as a pillow behind my neck and a hat over my head, over my face, to kind of block and shield the light. And I didn't I didn't sleep. I just didn't. I was awake the whole time. Security ladies coming in, security guards rotating their shift. Nobody was there. I woke up periodically throughout the night and it's just the weirdest feeling because it's still like bright out. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, what time is it? Is the flight leaving? You check the clock and it's like only, it's only 2.30. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shit. And so you go to use the bathroom and like, it's like, it's like euphoria because you walk out of the bathroom and like, you're just like, just, you're, you don't know where you are. Everything's kind of blurry. You look at your shit and it's just empty. It's still empty. Like, everything is empty. There's nothing here. It's desolate. The vendors, the... It's just a fucking empty, bright-ass airport. I'm, like, losing my mind in here. And, like, I really started to lose it because I'm like, is this a fucking dream? Because I woke up one time. It was, like, maybe 2.30. Maybe maybe 3. And the security guard's even gone. Where he stands. And he stands in one motherfucking spot. That dude don't move. Because I know him. <laughs> and so I wake up. And, like, now it's... Now the realization of it is completely empty and it is just me in here at like three in the morning is just like rattling my brain. It's just like fucking ruining my mind because I'm looking around and there's nothing. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, there's nothing. And I'm like looking for the security guard because he like lets me know that I'm still on this earth, that I'm still on this celestial plane, that I haven't moved on because like I haven't gotten sleep and like. 15, 16 hours. And so I'm starting to like see shit mm-hmm. in this airport. Like I'm actually like tripping on drugs right now. The lights are like kind of blending together oh. to make this big. Cause there was, there was like 15 minutes where I just like stared at the lights. I was watching TikTok on my phone laying on the ground and I'm like scrolling through TikTok. And then I like kind of move my eyes away from TikTok. I'm looking at the lights and then I don't even realize it. The same TikTok's been playing for maybe like 15 minutes. And then the entire time I was just staring at the lights. Probably not good for your eyes. No, it was horrible. Like, I was a little blinded. Like, seriously, Eddie, it was, it was fucking trippy. And what makes me think it was more of a dream, because I, I don't remember much. What makes me think more of a dream is, I, at one point, I did get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe at, like, 3.30, right? And it was not much. 
But I closed my eyes. I finally was able to drift off because I was just so exhausted. And mind you, the other thing was that night we played beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. And there's sand everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sand in my socks, sand in my shoes, sand like in my backpack. I'm just covered in sand. Because I was diving for balls and I got sweaty and oh, it was rough. But anyways, I'm covered in sand. And I wake up and I, you know, you don't brush your teeth, you don't shower, you don't do anything for like more than a 24-hour period at this point. Mm-hmm. So you're like just fucking going through it. Like you smell like shit. You haven't brushed your teeth. And then I, I will, all my shit at this point, because I've been going insane in the airport, is sprawled out. But, like, there's no need, because nobody's here. Like, who's going to steal my stuff? Huh? Yeah. Like, and at one point, I wake up at, like, five, like 4.30, and it's packed. It's packed. The airport's packed. Really? There's people all around me. I, I never felt such embarrassment. I wanted to, like, wake up before the people got there and be ready. No. I fell asleep, and of course, the one time I fall asleep and I wake up, it is I'm surrounded by people. Wow. And so I stand up, like, uh, you're looking around, like you know when you take a six hour nap in the <laughs> middle of the day, and you're like, uh, uh, and you're looking around, there's like everyone there, and just like a homeless man, I like reach over and just ball all my stuff together and start hugging it, and like starting to you know bring it towards me. I'm just like sitting there. These people thought I was probably on narcotics or drugs or homeless or some shit because I just look like a fucking psychopath going through TSA. There was no way they wanted to touch me because I just looked insane. I looked mentally not well. I, yeah, they probably didn't want to touch me because I smelled like shit too. The flight, and then I landed in Chicago, and Chicago was another two hour layover, fit in perfectly. Sweaty, greasy hair. Mm-hmm. It's just, I fit what, right in. Did, did that time you took the train? No, I was blessed. It was too, it was too over. Oh, okay. The terminal was too over from the other terminal. So I, which was a little worse because then I had two hour layover where I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. I might have stopped at the same vending lady like three times to get food because she was the only one that didn't have like a super long line. They have like full restaurants in airports. I didn't realize that. She was on that culture damn. Like they had a they had um a Outback Steakhouse in the airport. Oh. I really contemplated getting some Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, I haven't um flown before. Really? Yeah, I've never flown. It's not that hard figure it out because now it's like you can see everything on maps you can ask anybody the the where you booked your flight through will tell you exactly where to go it's really not that hard it's kind of fun it's like a little game hmm. and then i got back and then i'm like wow that was my trip that was my trip to the university of uh, lincoln nebraska good people there where did you uh store your car when you green bay drove? okay it was a, you had to pay for parking it was like 40 bucks you could park it there for x amount of days no, it wasn't too bad. And I didn't want to drive. That's the one thing I didn't want to do. Yeah. Oh, another thing I did while I was there was realize that, like, I don't give a shit kind of realization where, like, I will never see any of these people again unless I go to the school. And at that time, I didn't know I was going to the school. I, I applied, by the way. I put my application in. And um, so I was like, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I, girls would walk by at like, cause me and, cause there's this, there's this alley to go to Jack's apartment suite, um, where he, where they live and it's called the frat alley cause it's just like a straight road full of frats, frat houses. Yeah. And it, like, if you walk down it at like 12, one in the morning, maybe, well, like the parties are kind of ending or people are going home, you will see like a packed full of drunk girls girls and some males but mostly girls who are just wasted out of their mind mm-hmm. and I would just say 
the most out of pocket shit being a sober man walking through the neighborhood. Like what? <laughs> There's this one time, this girl was walking by, and me and Jack were having a normal conversation, <laughs> and I said, I said some dumb shit. She was so it was her and her friend, and me and Jack, and we're walking by, and we're talking about I think, like the economics of the U.S. at this point, and then I see them out of the corner of my eye, and just as they're within listening range, I just completely interrupt Jack, and I switch the conversation to be like, so when you looked at my testicles, that giant red spot, do you think that's contagious? Or like, do you think you should get that checked out? <laughs> and they walked by, and you could tell they like took a while to process it because they're drunk as fuck. And then they spin their heads around, and they're like, what? And I just never answered them. I just kept walking. I heard what, and I just kept walking with Jack. There was another time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, there was another time. These two girls were walking from the dining hall, and it was we wanted to get some late night food. You could tell these girls were already drunk because it was like a Saturday night, and they, we were behind them, and we were talking about something. I, I don't know what, but it wasn't loud enough where they could hear us. So yeah. I purposely talked very loud and said. Do you think you could get AIDS from drinking pee? <laughs> Jack looks at me he's like, what the fuck are you talking? What are you doing? And then they turn around and they look at us and then I quiet back down and I have the rest of the conversation and they, you just tell they kept looking back, seeing if I was gonna say something like that again. I didn't. I didn't say anything like that again. It was I said some very weird shit. If you were on the University of Lincoln, Nebraska campus and you just heard like people someone some dude and they're like, maybe you don't remember because you were wasted, but like, you just heard some dude say something maybe about like eating his friend's shit or like, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. It was just. I mean, honestly, if I had went with you, I totally would have fed into it. <laughs> right? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, are STDs contagious? Like, I would say shit like that. Or <laughs> just like, there's just the worst stuff. Just the worst stuff. Do you think if I light my legs on fire, like I'll be able to burn off that weird rash I have down there? And it's, <laughs> it's just, it was it was nuts. My favorite bit that I ran was like people would ask to take pictures on their phone of them because they're like, oh, take a picture of my friend group. This happened maybe like twice. Take a picture of us. Take a picture of us. And I'd take their phone and then I'd be like, thanks for the phone. I'd sprint. I'd sprint away with their phone. <laughs> <laughs> They, they, the one group was cool about it, the other group was like freaked out and like actually chased after me. Oh, yeah. So be like, oh yeah, I got, I got you, I got you. This is mine now, and I'd be like, run away with it. <laughs> <laughs> How far did you run away? I would have gone go a good like 30, 40 like, meters. Like, I'd, I'd dead ass pretend like I was gone. <laughs> like, I was just taking this phone and I was not going back. I was like full track sprint too. There was no like lollygagging about it. Oh, yeah, you could sprint pretty fast. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, I was hauling. Yeah. And then the other girls would see me run, and these girls would be chat. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. Uh, it's a weird place. Cause there's not a whole lot to do, to be honest. Which is why I kind of like it. It's not too much. It's not overwhelming. It's a big city, but it's like one of the safest cities I've ever been to. When you can walk a city at night and not have the fear of being robbed, like a major city with skyscrapers and everything, and not have the fear of being robbed, it's. Yeah, that's what. That's what I think I need. Right, yeah. you like me and Jack walked the entirety of downtown, and you would love it. There's like alleyways and shit you can go and like not be mugged. There was like late night ice cream shops. It was sick. Really, it's cool. Oh. There's movie theaters, everything you could do downtown. 
It was dope. It was a good time. It was a good trip. And it's like, it was just like, um, it was a breath of fresh air from working so much and from school. I'm now full into the swing of school. And it's like a lot, but it's not as much as I thought it would be. It's a good amount, It's but it's busy work. It's not challenging per se. It's a little challenging. It makes you think, like read documents. But I, there's no topic yet that I've been like, I don't understand this. Was it more or less work than high school oh my god it's hard to say right because high school you were mandated to sit in those classes and watch Mm -hmm. i'm not really supposed to watch the videos but like it's not like i'm none of my classes are like a set be here for a lesson so i'm not sitting in front of the screen for a set period of time it's like here's the work you read this whenever you get it done you get it done so it's like I, I get to schedule out my day, right? I get to kind of dick around, have a healthy work-life balance, and I get to work a lot during this, which is something I couldn't do during high school. Mm-hmm. I can plan like, okay, I have to get up this time, and I have to just get this, this, and this done, right? These three homework assignments, and that's my you know, classes for the three days. And then it's usually by the week, and a lot of it like extends out past the week for projects. And so, okay, I'm gonna work on this for 30 minutes a day, right? Mm-hmm. Versus like an hour and a half class and then you get homework too on top of that and you don't get home till late in high school and then you got all that work still. What are your classes? I have um, English Composition 1, Intro to Macroeconomics, uh, World History Since the 1500s, and what's my last class? Oh my god. What did I say? Mm, I have four classes. There's one more. English, econ, oh, and then calculus. Oh, calculus would suck. Calculus does suck a little bit. But it is mostly homework. And it's a video, in each video in each chapter is maybe like 25, 30 minutes long. Hmm. And it's like there's maybe three videos a chapter. So I'll devote just a day to calculus. And I'll get like the three homework assignments done plus the quiz on top of it. And I'll be done for the week. I can whip out calculus in a day for the week. Is it easier than algebra? Okay, here's a hot take. So when I was in high school, I would lose interest like super fast in a subject. Mostly because like the teachers, when they taught, and this is nothing against that, they're trying to make it more engaging, but like their witty banter and like their jokes just don't do it for me. I lose focus. Like you know when a teacher would try and introduce a new subject and they would do it through like a fun activity? Like if you're learning a new formula, they won't just teach you the formula. They're gonna teach you through some kind of fun activity to discover the learning of the formula. You know what I'm talking about, right? They would do like some stupid activity or maybe like um, some game or something. And I just I'd lose interest so fast. Like I, I just couldn't focus on that shit. It was just so boring to me, right? I can do the work, but for such a limited time, it's like with this, it's just like the videos jump right in. Okay, this is how you do this. We're learning this. This is how you do it. And like step by step. And then you just practice it over and over. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition over and over again. Which, like, the teachers would maybe make it, like, 15 minutes on, like, introducing the subject and then five on, like, how to do it. The entire 20 minutes is spent, like, reviewing the subject over and over and over again. How to do it, how to do it, how to do it. And it was nice. It was, like, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm not sitting here watching some fucking 20-minute YouTube video on how to calculate the formula or how to derive the formula when they're just going to end up asking how to use the formula. But now I don't know how to use the formula. And then in high school, I would fall behind, right? 
because like, oh, we learned how to use the formula yesterday. Well, I wasn't paying attention yesterday. And now we're learning a new step of the formula. With this, it's like, use the formula right away. There's no training wheels or anything. You jump right into it. This is how you do it step by step. And they, I mean, it works. And they already, they know that like the attention span online is gonna be worse. So they just try and get it to you as fast as possible. And then the homework is just doing the same thing over and over again. It's nice. So would you recommend online college? Okay, mm, that's a tough one. It's emotionally, if you can emotionally handle it, fine by me, right? Mm. I'm lonely in a word, right? Yeah. And I'm never a person to even seek out attention from others or like anything like that. But it's like, look at me. I have long flowing hair right now. I haven't shaved. It's like you wake up and your life has no purpose because you're not going and you're not waking up. You're not going to work every single day. You're waking up kind of when you want to, which is a bad habit that I've gotten into and I'm trying to break it, but it's hard. You wake up when you want to and then you sit there and you work and you have kind of laid out what you want to do if you're good about it, but if you're not good about it, then you kind of jump around, you bounce around, you get everything done. And then the next thing you know, it's like, it's you woke up at like 9, 30, 10 in the afternoon, right? When you like just, my normal rhythm wakes up, not when I set an alarm or anything, you just wake up like shoot you sit down maybe shower you start working and then you realize holy shit it's like eight o'clock eight thirty at night and so you you don't even realize that your whole day was just spent in front of a computer screen with no stimulus and i know i just talked about how i don't like the stimulus but it's like you need a little bit even the stimulus of like in college college getting up and walking from like one class to another like i just need something i need anything to like just fill my day right now my day looks like you get up you shower you do schoolwork maybe at 8 30 8 o'clock you go to the gym you get back you do a little bit more you go to bed you repeat 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 for like a week and another thing that sucks is like the gratification of saturdays and sundays off with like regular school do not happen here because most of the work is like weekly including those saturdays and sundays and so then you know you you feel like you're just 24 7 in that cycle and then you have work come up on top of that, which I'm fine with working, but not when like you know you have to have a day where you have to get this shit done and then you work that day. And now you're extra behind and you're stressing about it. And it's like, why are you even stressing about it? It's just busy work. It's not difficult, it's busy work. So in the short story, if you can handle that and you're in the financial situation where online school would be better, I would say do online school, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're the type of person who like needs to have a purpose, who needs to get up every day and do something different, you shouldn't do online school. Go to a cheap community college. Maybe if, usually these these colleges offer an online program, but they do have an in-person location, at least do like two classes, like in-person. Gives you a purpose to get up, get ready, and go to school. Just do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just hard. It's And not in the sense that the, the curriculum is hard it's hard on you mentally it really is because like wow for someone who was so active in high school it's like i'm a lazy piece of shit now because i'm literally sitting on my chair all day and i'm doing nothing i guess that's what like the nine to five is but i don't even see the nine to five as being like that hopefully not i hope not yeah well i mean i don't know if you'd ever get a nine to five me Right. 
That is a nine to five. That's a nine to five degree if I've ever seen one. Any business degree is. No, it's like a seven to seven degree. Really? I mean, when you're the when you're the owner, you're always on the clock. Gosh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that attitude about things where it's, you know, you just don't see it. Um, you don't see it coming. And it's like you don't even notice. Like, I swear to God, it feels like I'm like one week into school when realistically I'm almost at midterms already. I'm a week away from midterms and it does not feel like it oh, at so all. The, the days just all kind of blend. They, yeah, because I, I seriously do the same thing every single day. Hmm. Get up, computer, it feels like time is skipped. And you know when you take a nap for like six hours and you feel like you lost a day? It's hmm. the same thing with the computer. The same feeling of I just lost a day, but like over and over and over again. Oh. Right? It's, it's not fun. It's not. You save money, yes. Is it, you know, a better option financially? Of course. Is it something that is worth your mental health that much? It's like, no. And, like, everyone's gone, right? But at least with, like, guys like, you know, Logan went down to Madison. He has, like, a nice, new, tight group of friends. They go and they play, you know, they play video games together. They go hang out. They go on jogs. He's a great group of friends down there. Even if you go somewhere completely isolated, even super introverted people like logan can like find new friends i i can't find friends yeah i can't like i'm i'm here i think online college would like the mental like mental Mm -hmm. um thing that you described would be way easier if you lived in a bigger city oh my absolutely but i that's another thing i don't yeah i'm in a small city and i work most days and then i and so that's why visiting was so nice. And, and that's that's a bonus. I forgot to mention that. Is that I could go on those trips to Nebraska or I could go on a trip to Canada and enjoy myself and still do my schoolwork mm-hmm. and just make sure I, I get it a lot done beforehand, have a little bit for the trips itself. So I wasn't like perfect when I went to Nebraska, but like the layovers and everything, I got most of the work done. Mm. So Matt and Jack were stressing on Sunday and I'm like, I got no work. Like I'm good. You know, type attitude. Yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. So there is some positives, but it's 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 just not there. It's not. Not for me and not in this situation. That's why I originally said on this podcast I would do two years. I'm only doing one. Yeah. So I just, yeah. Yeah, you'd much rather have the uh, um, no longer being brain dead rather than uh, yeah. saving money. Even it's like, you know, you, you want to dress nice if you're that kind of person. Like, you dress nice to impress people mm-hmm. or you dress nice just to feel good and confident about yourself. There was one day I got up and I just had the epiphany of why the fuck am I even, like, dressing up even somewhat remotely adequate? No one's here. They can't see me on the computer. What the fuck am I dressing up for? And I've, I've always dressed comfortable, but then it just got to a point where it's like, oh, why shower? No one's here. And then those when those thoughts started to cross my mind of like, why shower? Why brush your teeth? Shit like that. That's when it's like, okay, this is not okay. You better stick to a routine. Yeah. So now I, I still shower. I brush my teeth and all that stuff. But like the little shit that just like you would think, um, yeah, like shaving. Like, oh, wow. I haven't shaved in like a week because it all blends together. You don't even think about it because there's no one who mentions, oh, you haven't shaved in a while. Or like, there's no comments like that because you're yeah. just here with yourself and your thoughts. Another thing is this little bad boy, cell phone, 
Dude, you don't realize you have an addiction. You really don't. Oh, I've, I've always done. Like, I know that I at least have a YouTube addiction. Right. Like, I am always scrolling through YouTube, like, watching videos. But I found myself, it found myself hard to watch, like, a 15-minute video of uh, a lesson on my, for my calculus mm-hmm. without pulling up TikTok. It'd be like a fucking horror movie because I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm trying to work, and then I realize my phone has appeared in my hand and I've scrolled through five TikToks and then I'm like, oh my god, and I throw the phone away, right? Because it's it's like how did the phone literally just get in my hand? Pay attention to the video. It's it's 15 minutes. You can't pay attention for a 15 minute video without going on your phone and scrolling through TikTok. Oh yeah, TikTok actually makes your brain hurt. Right. Like that. Do you have TikTok? Because no. I know no. No. But like you've seen people on TikTok just oh, scroll yeah. endlessly. Yeah. That, that's the reason why I don't have TikTok is because I know that my attention span would absolutely be, be decimated. If mine is. Yeah. I'm telling you. I sh- I'm contemplating deleting it, but me and my girlfriend said funny TikToks for each other, so she would be upset. Regardless. Wow. I mean, my my girlfriend and I sent Instagram memes together. Even So I feel like I have to turn off my phone, right? Uh, and like set it off to the side. Because even if I get a notification... That's just like a message from my mom or dad during like a lesson, and like it will turn into TikTok somehow. Even like passive aggressively, you don't even realize it. You'll switch on to TikTok and you'll be on TikTok. And it's like, I, mean, I, I just hold my phone on do not disturb mode. Right, and that's what I should do. I just turn off completely. I don't even give myself. Because then it's like you go to grab it and you try and turn it on. They're like, oh, sorry, you didn't work. Turn it on. You set it down. You get back to the video. Yeah, that's true. That's probably better. Another thing I started when I was in Nebraska, and sorry I'm talking so much, I don't know if you care. It's been like an hour of me talking. Oh, that's But um, I started a bulk. Oh. So you can't tell because I'm wearing a, a t-shirt. I mean, not a, t- a hoodie and a sweatpants. But I have gained 10 pounds in two months now. Really? I You will oh. see it when I when we go. We're going to work out tonight together. Yeah. First time in a while. Nice little push day. I It is actually outrageous eating how much I've eaten. Because, again, another positive for this situation, I guess, with online school, unlimited access to food. Mm-hmm. When you're in high school, it's like you can't, you know, just walk out of class and go get food. I can eat. Like today I woke up, I had, I, I'm not kidding either, I had six eggs scrambled. Um, I had two ham toast sandwiches, and that was my breakfast. And then I go downstairs, I do like a couple of homework, go back upstairs, three PB&Js, <laughs> like go back downstairs, um, egg salad sandwich and just like just 6,000 calories a day has been a toll and I started when I was at Nebraska because it was like all you could eat buffets mm-hmm. and I was just down that shit but you like actually doing 6,000? yeah oh my god that wasn't a joke that wasn't a, I can show you my fitness app I'm at like 550 and I'm gonna go upstairs and eat some pork brisket that my mom just made before we leave but yeah wow. we had a, I had two pot pies for lunch chicken pot pies like I'm eating like a gross amount of food and the calories aren't always balanced, so sometimes I miss out on protein or like carbs. Mm-hmm. You can actually go in my bathroom. It's a little gross. You can go in my bathroom uh, trash, and there's uh, Ben and Jerry's protein cookies, which is like a whole bag. You will see probably like three-ish bags in that trash. You know, I just want to point out to everybody that the only trash can that he has in <laughs> his basement where he re- lives is in his bathroom. I need a bad, I need a trash can so bad. You do like it's awful. Like the the garbage, the garbage um, 
one in my bathroom will just have like papers in it like just like notework papers that I toss out it's just we needed one down here but regardless it'll be like three Ben and Jerry's um, cookie protein cookie bags with like the crispy chocolate chips mm-hmm. keep my fiber in for the day but like that's like a thousand calories each and I'll go to the gym I'll go to quick trip after the gym and I'll just get one of those and it'll just you know, wow it's bad sometimes I I sent this into the group chat, but I found a um a chart of um what to eat for like nutrition per dollar, and so I've been contemplating about going on a bit of a bulk myself. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's and I haven't I never bulked through high school, and I'm gonna cut um mid December is the cut date. I don't think you even need to cut to be honest. I want to. I want to get back into cardio shape and basketball shape. Like right now, my my strength is phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like the ability to not, you know, jog up the stairs with and be out of breath is like a little. And so it'll be a cycle of ball cut, ball cut. But like through the summer, I want to cut. Like I, I want to lose the fifteen pounds I'm probably gonna gain. I think it's gonna look really good. Mm. And uh, so I'm gonna start like mid December, and I have this like crazy training method in my head, and I want to try it and with like I want to train back up to basketball shape because I know when I go down there I'm going to play a lot of basketball I want to be like good I want to join like a club mm-hmm. be on the rec team stuff like that and I want to be ready for that and just be like a phenomenal athlete again because mm-hmm. I'm like still powerful and my jumps are powerful but they're not as powerful I'm not getting up as high as I could have because I'm just putting out weight it's weight it's muscle it's fat it's a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and I want to be bouncy again in spring and just be super athletic and then I'll bulk again but I've never bulked. I've only cut. I've cut all my life. And so I've just, my body's just finding its way right now. Mm. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, oh, I gained so much weight um, in in winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just natural to bulk during winter. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, winter, oh my God. I gained so much weight. I mean, like, even the basketball coach was like, when did Eddie get so fucking yeah, that's what he said to me. That's what our coach said to me through winter, uh, senior year. He comes up to me. He's like, is that, is that Ed over there? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Eddie. And he's like, oh, my God. When he gets so fucking fat. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, okay, yeah, I guess he's a little bigger. I didn't notice. Yeah. He noticed, though. Oh, of course he noticed. He freaking, he's a power unit. I don't know how he. Still goes? Still goes. How he's, uh, I think he's like, oh, I should know. I think he's like. 50 something and he yeah. still plays with like this like the varsity team like on scrimmages and shit mm-hmm. and like he'll like be super physical and he's only like five six five seven maybe he's a very aggressive man and he's just so like he just does not give a shit he'll come for your throat every single time but he's like 50 and he's like he's like a point guard and he's mobile as fuck like he's moving fast down the court yeah and he's like not the skinniest man either. He's he's in shape, but he's not like the skinniest man either. And he was just he would just fucking cook us on a daily. There would be nights where he'd give us like he'd drop like six threes on the team, and he'd say we're shit, and then <laughs> make us run. And it was like the ultimate power move because it's like, damn, like how do you even like talk shit about the man? You know, it's like how do you say oh he's not a good coach or whatever when he just like fucking walked onto the court at fifty and gave you like fucking thirty points on like your starting point guard. Right, mm-hmm. on like with like the fucking backup team, yeah. And I was never like part of this because the starting like six will go against the bench and him, 
So I was never on like the starting six team. It'd always be like him on his team, me yeah. and like the the bench guys on the team versus the starters. Mm-hmm. And there'd be times where we beat the starters, and it would all be because of him. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be standing at the top of the three point line, and he'd be like, "You go to," he'd be like organizing the whole fucking court, and then he would like find a way to score. I don't know how he just did. And so he'd be like yelling at us, and then he'd talk shit to like the starters too. He's like, "You guys hate that. You guys get beat by someone who's fifty. You guys fucking suck. You guys suck." I'm about that. It's like, it's like, how do you even argue with that? You know, how do you say he's not a good coach when he's out of here busting your ass? Yeah. And he's like fifty. You know, you hear stories about coaches, and they're like, oh yeah, back in my day. No, he's in his day. Like his day is now. He's he's him today. Yeah, I, I remember I was out running one day, and he was out there too. He, was, he still runs. Yeah. He, he still, still jogs. Runs. I was like, damn. Let me I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm real hungry. Just ran like four miles. I'm like, oh. It's like five in the morning. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I don't get him sometimes. Yeah, he's a crazy dude. Good memories. <sighs> yeah. So the the six thousand calories though. Yeah, I bet that would be really tough. It I mean, is. I've been struggling with like two thousand calories lately. But I'm here. Like I don't go anywhere. I don't. Yeah. I'm not working as much. It's and then I have unlimited access to the deli. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm really hungry, I don't want to pay. I go there and I make myself like a, a thousand calorie salad. I haven't with been like chicken breasts and salmon and oh my god. I haven't been working uh, as much either, so I've been like oh my god. It's felt like my body has been rotting. Right. The only saving grace has been like going on walks and uh, I've been drinking tea now. Um and oh like the the tea. Yeah. Kind of slaps. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Um, cause tea still has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as much as coffee or energy drinks. So like an average cup of coffee, like eight ounces, will be about 100 milligrams of caffeine. Um, so black tea is about half of that. And then green tea is a quarter of coffee. Oh. So half of even black tea. So I drink a lot of green tea. Um, and that's been really I might try tea because I can't drink anything super caffeinated where I think sometimes my heart will literally explode. Yeah. Like I've never had an energy drink. Because I know snow, my, my heart will destroy itself. I have coffee once, and I actually thought I was going to die. Yeah. My heart was like out of my chest, like pumping and thumping, and I was like short of breath. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm never drinking caffeinated. So I might try some tea. Yeah. I heard it cleanses. It's good for you. Oh, yeah. Like, um, if you put honey in it, um, mm-hmm. honey is really good for like soothing throats and stuff like that. Um, I was sick for a little bit, and uh, that like pretty much cleared my sore throat immediately right because like um i even looked it up and uh honey has about the same effectiveness as cough syrup really yeah honey is like a really good cough suppressant really good like everything i'll take a tablespoon of honey before i get up in the morning sometimes or after i get up right yeah because you put honey on toast i love honey and toast honey butter and toast is the greatest thing yeah you got me on just so perfect for no reason yeah i like to have that with um like a yogurt bowl oh, like um yogurt and honey yeah that also slaps because like how i make my yogurt bowls is that i'll put yogurt in there mm-hmm. and i'll actually put oats in there dry oats to give it both texture and also uh healthy carbs right and then um granola on top for the crunch and uh, sounds fucking delicious yeah it's like protein pound you know? this thing pound it yeah and then also berries and cut 
basically whatever fruit you want to throw in there. So it's got like a bunch of like texture, crunch, and fruit. It's so good. And then when I have that with the toast, it just it just makes like breakfast like the best meal of, of the, the day. day. Yeah, I've been I've been telling that card. You know it. I've yeah. been saying for a while breakfast is the best meal of the day. Underrated meal. And it's it truly is in my opinion. People are starting to realize it. Yeah, well, I think it's mostly just like don't have cereal for breakfast. No, I can't do like, cereal anymore. Yeah. I've never I haven't cereal in years now. Yeah, I hate cereal. Oh god. That reminds me when I was in McDonald's when I was in Nebraska, it was like eleven thirty at night. I'm starving. We didn't go anywhere for dinner and we had to stop at McDonald's. And I haven't had McDonald's in years. I, I like grotesque McDonald's. Like, I don't eat McDonald's. Yeah. And I don't know why. I had a... Oh. And this was at the airport, by the way. On the way oh, back. Okay. And I had a fucking McRiddle for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like a muffin with eggs and bacon and cheese. I'm like, how unhealthy can that be, right? Yeah. Logistically, how unhealthy can a McRiddle be? I did not realize my stupid ass. I actually ordered two McRiddles. I was really that hungry in the airport of Chicago and my stupid ass did not realize that McGriddles were were pancakes instead of muffins for the bread yeah and they were infused with maple syrup I mean actual in inside the the pancake yeah so that's super unhealthy and so I'm eating this shit I'm like oh dude I'm like I know it's gonna be bad like not far from now like I'm gonna shit this stuff out and maybe 45 minutes it was like an hour 45 minutes later an hour 45 later on the plane I'm like all oh, those McRiddles coming out like soon mm-hmm. I yeah I would not want to be the next person that was gonna use the toiletry in the in the airplane oh, so I yeah, blew I that thing out I just <laughs> I <laughs> I felt actually guilty because it's like right next to because it was a like the way back from Chicago to Green Bay was a smaller airplane again, and the poor flight attendant booth was like right there, next to the bathroom. Oh, I also have a, a pooping story when <laughs> I went to Marquette. Okay. So both of my times that I went to Marquette, we went to Applebee's. Okay. <laughs> and I fucked up some Applebee's. Like, pretty much everything there is good. But I don't know what it was, but the first time we went there, um, I think I got, like, this, this, like, mac and cheese or something. Right. And then, like, two hours afterwards was a straight liquid Oh, shit. dude, no. Yeah. You don't have to describe it as liquid, dude. That's enough. I was, like, pissing oh, it no. But I, I thought it was just, like, the one time. So the second time we went there... I was like, oh, hopefully this time will be different. I'm ordering a burger. But sure enough, two hours about that comes Applebee's? Around. No. Oh, my God. That one was even worse. <laughs> the Applebee's burger was worse than the yeah. mac and cheese? I don't know how, but it was like, I I don't even want to describe Dude, it. Dude, your poor girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I blew up her bathroom. That's <laughs> so bad. So bad. Yeah. Like, the stench reeked. It was so bad. Smells from the kitchen. <laughs> had, to, had to close the bathroom. Door. No! 
Don't say you could smell from the kitchen. That's worse. <laughs> That's so much worse. Oh God. Can I? So real quick, as we wrap up this episode, as a man, right? Who has henceforth now has someone that he calls his girlfriend on Tinder, right? Yeah. And as a man who has never used Tinder, how do you how describe your feelings with Tinder? How do you feel? How do, okay? First off, how did you get on Tinder? How did you how do you talk to women on Tinder? How did that process go? How many matches did you have on Tinder? These are all questions that I have as a person who has never used Tinder before. Okay, so. Um, my overall thoughts on Tinder yeah. is probably that if, like, on an attractiveness scale, mm-hmm. if you're, like, a six and up, then you can be on Tinder. If you are not, then you cannot be on Tinder. Wow. Um, males or females? Males. Okay. Um, because no matter what, if you're a female on Tinder, you'll get, like, ten matches. Okay. But if, if you're a man... Uh, looks definitely matter. Um, Do you still have your Tinder account currently? No. You so you deleted Tinder. Yeah. Okay. What was your Tinder profile like? Because you're kind of an out there dude. <laughs> yeah. So I had three pictures. I had um, like the one of uh, Lake Superior behind me. Okay. You know, you've seen that. Yeah, one. I have. I yeah. have. Good photo. Good photo. Um. I had one of me with my camera, okay. Because I just, you know, it's like a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, I still mess around with the camera and stuff. Right. And then, oh, what was my other one? Um, I think it was just a normal, regular picture of me, just one of like really good lighting mm-hmm. to show my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then my um, bio, I think, was. I just do the regular average stuff, read books, work out, smoke meth. <laughs> you did not put that on there. Yeah, I put that as my bio. Smoke meth? <laughs> yeah, smoke meth. Um, so. I just choked on my water a little bit. I'm just scrolling through TikTok. Oh my god, books, working out, oh meth. He's into meth. Could you imagine? You should have that photo they put on you in the news of you running shirtless in winter. And then, <laughs> then put smoking meths. Yeah, that okay. definitely would have been believable. Okay. What else um, did you... What did you have for hobbies? Uh, for hobbies, I, I mean, I pretty much just put in my bio. Right. That was really it. Okay. I think you could put, like, hobbies and it would show. So I think I'd probably put, like, reading... How many matches did you get on a daily basis? Is it if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you have a limited number of swipes per day, and then a limited number, you know, how many matches you can get based on those swipes. Yeah. How would how many matches would you get in a day? Um, in I overall I only got two matches. Really? Yeah. And my girlfriend ended up being one of those two matches. Wow. Which is, and I rate myself like a six out of ten. Right. Probably, like I'm not. I would say you're seven, but you you consider yourself borderline on Tinder. Like you 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 don't even know if you should be on Tinder. Like, I would imagine if I was like. I like the round glasses, by the way. It's good luck. Yeah, yeah. Have you not seen me? No, it's been that long. You talked about it before I saw you last. Getting round glasses. 
Wow. I mean, so I think that was actually the contributing fact. Was the wrong like, glasses? Yeah, because the uh, the square rectangular glasses did not fit me at all. No. No. Not there. I think if I still had those, I would be considered a five, and I you wouldn't be. <laughs> would not should not have been. And so, and so, what did you tell her? Because Marquette to Eagle River is quite a distance. Yeah, I mean, I was actually really surprised that um, we even matched. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, we were like a two-hour drive. It's not actually like that bad, right? Yeah. And then she came down and visited you. Yeah. Wow. Then offered to pick you up, and you obviously had a connection. Yeah. How long did you chat on Tinder before? moving to her coming down to visit well first the the transfer from tinder Mm -hmm. to snapchat was i think three days of talking on tinder yeah okay um which actually wasn't like that much it it would like he probably only sent like a total of i think like i don't know had to be less than 10 Right. But 10 messages over the span of three days. Oh, really? Yeah. 10 messages? Yeah. Okay. And then we went over You're You're good at that when given time. Like yeah. thoughtful, thought out messages to keep them intrigued. If you're given time on that, you're really good at it. Yeah. So that's perfect situation for you. Exactly. And then um, Snapchat to picking up? That was, I believe, two weeks. Okay. Maybe a week and of- a half. Continuous talking or on again, off again talking? Uh, continuous talking. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the first night that we called each other was probably, like, I think it was, like, a nine-hour call or something. Really? Yeah, it was a really long call. Wow. Yeah. The connection was just there, right away. Yeah. So, that was pretty nice. What was her, what was her Tinder like? She had way more pictures than me. Right. She had like, I don't know, like eight pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have that many pictures of myself. Well, no man really does. Yeah. Without like groups of friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she had like eight pictures or something. And uh, I don't even really remember what her bio was. Yeah. I, I you just got the only match? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I if you need Tinder advice, smoking math really gets the deal done, boys. Oh, yeah. Well... Of course, I like actual Tinder bio advice would be like, you gotta stand out. Right. You have to. So smoking meth was your way of standing out. Yeah. It's good. I mean, who wouldn't want a guy who smokes meth? Plenty of meth. Yeah. And you know, like my girlfriend, she found it very funny. So. <laughs> and she's like, she this guy's a jokester, and then I'm gonna swipe with him. You know. Yeah. Dang. Look at you go. You're a killer. So this, I'm going to say, has been writing the narrative with Jake and Eddie. Yeah. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. Goodbye. Goodbye.